What's Your Position podcast may contain adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language. We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I kind of had this problem. Something like 8% of kids do it, but whatever. For some reason, I don't know why, I just sat around and drew dicks all day. Your host, Ashley Weller. Welcome, listeners. I did not draw dicks all day, but I might start doing it now. I feel like drawn dicks are so much prettier than real-life dicks. They're just so cartoonish. You can make them bulbous, hairy. You can give them faces. I feel like you can't draw a good vagina, but you sure can draw a good Do you go front-facial front facial, or the side? Front. View? I do, do you, two balls. Yeah, but do, do you have, like, is it like ball, dick, ball? Yeah, ball, dick, ball. Oh, you don't do the, like, the half ball no. with the dick? No, no, no. I always do ball, See, dick, ball. See, that's a girl talking. Like a rocket ship. When you draw a dick, how do you draw a dick? Side. See? Side. Okay. This guy knows. Does it curve? It could. Mine doesn't. Mine's always erect. It depends on the day. <laughs> Speaking of that guy, on today's show, we have our first male guest. Woo! Woohoo! I'm so happy to have you here. This is my good friend, Nate. I've known Nate for 20 years which is a really long time to know somebody. Uh, I met Nate at the block at Orange, and he lived with my friend Bunky. And, oh, actually, I don't think you were at the block. I think I just came back to the house and you were there. Yeah. Um, we met you through Stephanie. We did. <laughs> Stephanie I almost was, forgot her name for a second. Stephanie was a kook. Yeah. Yeah, you went to school with Stephanie. I met her at OCC when I was 18, and then one night she's like, do you want to go to the block? And I'm like, sure. And we ran into you. Well, we ran into Bunky and Richie, and then they convinced us to come back to your apartment and drink, and then Stephanie fell off the face of the earth. Thank God. <laughs> and so did Richie. And to be honest, that was probably a good thing. Yeah. Uh, but we've been friends for 20 years, and I was so honored that he um, agreed to be on my podcast. And a fun fact about Nate, he actually inspired me to start this podcast. So I was on the So-So Scrutiny podcast, our unofficial sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I did a episode about 311 and about the concert I went to, and Nate actually listened to the whole thing and took the time to call me and tell me that it was like one of the best podcasts he's ever heard and then wow. I, I mean hey, come on it's, it's, it's probably I didn't me. say that kind guys. of I mean in Nate speak if that's what it bit that's basically what you said I didn't think I'd be able to finish it <laughs> but I actually listened to the whole thing so in Nate speak is, that means it's the best podcast right. he's ever heard because <laughs> I thought I'm like this is gonna be bad right <laughs> wait because she's on it or because it's because like it shitty. was about 311 <laughs> oh, okay yeah <laughs> And it wasn't. It wasn't shitty. It was actually really good, and it was really long, too. That's what she said. And Nate actually was like, you should do that more. Like, you did really well. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I feel like you should. So I just want you to know that this podcast probably wouldn't have happened without you and Weed, because I got stoned the next day and went and was taking a shower and was listening to the Beatles, and I had this brainchild about this podcast. So all the listeners, all of you, thank Nate, and cheers to you. For helping me get the guts to do this. 
What, so what thank are, you. What are we drinking today, Ashley? Today we are drinking Green Flash Tropical Hazy IPA, courtesy of On the Rocks Brewing. They gave me to-go beer. Um, it's right by my work, and we appreciate them for their to-go cups and their delicious hazy IPA. Unofficial sponsor, On the Rocks. Very delicious. It really is. Well, I was telling Ashley, it's my first draft beer since March. And why is that? Because COVID, quarantine, uh, I, I can't go out really. Um, so... Some fun facts about our guest. He was on Wild and Crazy Kids. Wow. <laughs> Which color? Uh, red. No, of course. Okay. Yeah. Best team. Okay. Another fun fact. He has a split uvula. Robert, do you know what a uvula is? Split uvula. So you can have kids? <laughs> Probably not, but... Is this something in the throat? Uh-huh. It's that little ball that hangs in the back of your throat. His, oh. He has two, basically. Well, he has one, but it's like split, like a rattlesnake. Mm-hmm. Does that mean you're a Slytherin when you take the Hogwarts test? I don't know what that means. Awesome. You probably are. <laughs> I would imagine. Um, today, we're going to be talking about Nate, and we are going to talk about his experience growing up, his experience um, in relationships and dating, his, rela- his relationship to sex growing up, and how it may have affected that he feels he's a late bloomer. So I looked up the word late bloomer, and it has so many varied meanings, and I'm not really sure I agree with any of them. Um, why did you call yourself that? Hmm. Well, I didn't lose my virginity until I was 23. Okay. Okay. You know what? Our guest last week who talked about interracial marriage, she didn't lose her virginity until she was 22. So out of only eight shows, that's two people who lost their virginity after the age of 20. And I just, I really actually think I need to look more into this for a future show because that doesn't seem like it would be the norm, but two people now in a row have said they've lost their virginity after 20. I didn't realize how easy it was to have sex until I was in my 30s. (laughs) (laughs) I, okay. I always thought it was like the goal, the mission. And in, in my 20s, I uh, dated around here or there, but uh, not until my 30s where I realized I was like, if you ask somebody, they'll, they'll, they might do it. All you have to do is ask. Yeah. And if they what say they no, say? you're like, okay, bye. And if they say yes, you're like, sweet, let's get mm-hmm. naked. Like, if it sucks, then you don't do it again. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't suck, then you do it a lot. I did realize, though... Um, talking to my girlfriend last night because she was asking me about the podcast. I'm sorry. This is a proud moment right here for me. Nate just said I was talking to my girlfriend, and I don't know if I've ever heard him use that phrase. Can you just say it one more time into the microphone? Just a little bit louder for me. My girlfriend. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Okay. You were talking to your girlfriend last night, and? Well, and we were talking about, um, I was actually telling her the story about how I lost my virginity. Okay. Um, And I was... I was 13 or 14, I can't remember. Don't blow your wad on your virginity story, because I'm okay. going to ask you to, uh, to tell me that later. But continue with your with your girlfriend's story. But that, I'm, I, d- I didn't technically lose my virginity, I think, until I was 23. By technically, you mean peeing in the vein? Yes. Okay. But I did stick it in somebody when I was 13. Okay. In their butt? No, no. In, in but, her. But then pulled it back, back out? It was not fully hard. Okay, so you just stuffed it in? Pretty much. <laughs> like a loaf of bread into a pan? We'll get to the story later, because it's a... Okay. That's fascinating. Telling her the story, too, I, there was stuff I realized that I was like, I don't, I totally forgot about that. Oh, my God. Okay, so that brings up a really interesting point 
that I read earlier today is that virginity is actually a very subjective word. There are a lot of people who actually think that oral sex is losing your virginity or anal sex. Any form of sexual gratification is losing your virginity. And then there are some people who think that breaking the hymen in the vaginal canal means you lose your virginity. Well, then that means that all men are virgins forever because you can't, you don't have a hymen. So if virginity equals hymen, what is the virginity equivalent for a male, right? And if it's not just stuffing your loaf of bread into a pan one time, but actually what, two pumps equals virginity? Like, what are we talking here? Orgasm equals virginity? I think for a male, it would be putting it in and ejaculating. Okay. Oh, so there has to be ejaculation for you to so. lose your virginity. I think so. I disagree. Tell me. Just because, I mean, I think everyone's is pretty awkward the first time. Oh, so my God, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I necessarily didn't, like, because of the vagina. Does that make sense? It was okay. like, it was just, like, really overwhelming, and then we oh, just yeah. did something else, and then finally it. Okay, so it was more for you, but like, I just still performance counted, anxiety. Still yeah, counted you still side. counted it because it was peen in the vein. Which is what a lot of people say losing their virginity is. But then you have to look at the LGBTQ community and say, well, what if there is no vein? What if there's only pee? I think it just depends on the person. I do too. I really think that virginity is subjective, and I think that that's a fascinating topic. I was watching uh, that Get Shorty show, which is great. Shout out to that show. Oh, hey. Um, Have you seen it? Nope. It's kind of like the movie, but nothing like the the movies. Um, But one of the fun parts is one of the guys is a Mormon, and he won't have sex until he's married. He does docking? Uh, No, it's called soaking. Oh, and they just put it in and just sit there. Some of them call it docking, where okay. you just dock your shit. Docking, see, for dudes, that's two dicks, like uncircumcised dicks going. Like, you might actually be right. That's docking. My bad. Yeah, I know my dicks. <laughs> but the soaking thing was pretty funny. Like, that's, they're like, oh, but that doesn't count. Like, don't, you I've can put it in and then, and then don't move. Have you, did you ever, did you grow up religious? Uh, Christian. Yeah. Okay, me too. Okay. I just didn't know if. Because in the more I have friends who were Mormon and they used to tell me the same thing that they would just stick it in and let it like lay there. (laughs) (laughs) I always found I always found that to be an amazing ability of self-control, like on both people's parts, like your your vagina's got a dick inside of it and you're just going to lay there and your dick is in a vagina. You're just going to lay there doing it for the Lord. It sounds boring. It sounds boring and it sounds really frustrating doing it for the Lord. Hail Satan. <laughs> Hail Satan. Um, so I'm going to talk about a really quick tip, my just the tip for the day, um, and it is all about dating with anxiety. So do you feel like, Nate, that you had fewer relationships because you have anxiety? Sure. Yeah, definitely. Is it social anxiety or is it more like like in large settings or is it more like one-on-one anxiety? Hmm. Or is it both? I'd say both. Okay. Um, I think it's, I don't know. Okay. I never really dug into that. That's okay. So, But anxiety plays a role in the dating life that you've experienced. Oh, for sure, yeah. Okay, so I have some tips for individuals who suffer from anxiety and want to get out there and date. And I would like you to say yes or no to whether or not these work. Because these sound a little broad, in my opinion. I have anxiety, but my anxiety is that people don't like me. So I try to be friends with everybody. Whereas Nate doesn't give a fuck 
if people That's like if <laughs> I know it's not true. I'm being an asshole. You just want everyone to be like, no, fuck, I don't care. If, I don't care if you like me, like me or don't like me, whatever. I try to please everybody. So we're the opposite in that regard. My anxiety is hyper. Your anxiety is, nah, I'm good. I would say, though, that I'm the same way as you, but the way that I deal with it myself is to go the opposite way, though. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah. Okay, can we do a show about anxiety? That's therapy right there. I'm with him. Really? I play it shy. I need, I'm need. i like a cat. I need to like fill you out first before I like open up. Does oh, that, I'm a golden retriever. Yeah, you're I'm going to sniff your balls right away. <laughs> and go get you the paper Wherever and your slippers. Right away. <laughs> Couple tips. Uh, check your assumptions. For people with anxiety, their automatic thoughts or the thoughts that pop into their minds as they think about dating tend to be negative or center on not being good enough or that the other will reject them once they get to know them. So challenge the negative thoughts as they arrive. Do you feel like that happens to you? Do you, con- do you like start dating someone and think, she's not going to like me, so I may as well not date her? Yeah, I think so. Um, recently, I, I heard something that I definitely ident- identify with was, and I always thought it was lower your expectation, but it's actually manage your expectation. Oh, that's brilliant, actually, yeah. Actually, that, that does make a lot of sense. Yeah. Our Nana likes to say, what do you expect from a pig but a grunt? But maybe we should modify that to, I expect the pig to make the noise that the pig is going to make. Right? Well, that's what that means, though. Well, that's true. That is a managed of an expectation. But it's more, it's more for, like, an asshole. Like, true. someone like that's just being an asshole. It's like, well, what true. do you expect from a pig but a grunt? Right, right. Yeah. But, yeah, managing expectations. Instead of setting the bar low, you set the bar where it needs to be. And then if you need to adjust your expectations, you do so. I stole that from the Tom Segura comedy special. That's where I heard it. <laughs> I just thought about that. I'm like, where you did I are my that new from? favorite dude. <laughs> I, I love like Tom Segura. <laughs> I showed Nana Tom Segura. She like it? Yeah, she did. Shout out Tom Segura. <laughs> Follow me. Um, push yourself to be positive. Sometimes it's easy to convince ourselves that a date is going badly because that's what we want to believe, and this is called projection. It's a mirror of what we think about ourselves and not necessarily what others think about us. So have you gone through a time in your dating life where you maybe weren't in a very good headspace and therefore none of your dates worked out and you thought it was because the other person sucked but really you needed to deal with some shit? My life. Yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a pretty broad, like, yeah, throughout my life. Awesome. Episode's way. over. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> have a nice day. <laughs> Okay, so being positive and making sure that you're not projecting onto the other person, um, come prepared. As with anything that makes us uncomfortable, a little preparation can go a long way. Um, What have you binged watched on Netflix recently? What are your five must-have albums? If you could pick up a suitcase and go anywhere tomorrow, where would you go? These are really good icebreakers to bring to the table when you're going on a first date. Now, gentlemen, both of you do online dating or did Someone's off the market. <laughs> Both of you do on, did online dating or do online dating. What is your go-to first question on a first date? What do you ask people? What would help someone come out of their shell for you? Or do you just let them do all the talking? It's been a while since I've been on a date, actually. Okay. I'm, I'm in a re- what? remembering. Okay, Robert, you go. <laughs> it's also been a long time. So <laughs> but um, pretend you're on a first date. What would you ask the person to get to know them? I, I mean, it probably depends on the on the person because you, you you have like a conversation before that on like the, the messaging That's app, true. and then you transfer over to the the texts, and so you have a little bit of conversation. But I do like to throw them kind of like a curveball, like, um, like the 
I don't know, top of my head, but like something that would just put them off their feet. Like, oh, you want to know that kind of thing? Okay. But also know where I work, you know? <laughs> you know, like. Uh, How many times have you done the mattress bombo? And then where do you work? <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, something like that. All right. And then. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. No, yeah, something, a curveball to see if they can like think on their feet, see if they're spontaneous, see if they have a funny answer, if they've I got think, a sense of humor. I think everyone's nervous and it's kind of like a job interview, really. It's true. The first one. It is. Everyone's so, on their best behavior. And I want to impress her, but it's you have to have this kind of like 50-50 thing where... You're aloof and impressible. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I used to think that it mat Like, I would always, uh, on, on first dates and getting to, tend, like, to know somebody, be like, like, what type of music are you into? And then I figured out that that stuff kind of just happens. Like, it doesn't yeah. really matter that much. Oh, it matters to me. Like, if they ha- if they listen to like EDM and country music, I'm not gonna marry this person. There's no way, you know what I mean? Like, there's got I have that's one of my first movies actually, and music. I think there are some deal breakers. Like, like, are you a Dodger fan? Yeah, deal breaker. It's a little bit, but no. it, at least she's into baseball. Like, that's, that's what least, I was gonna say. At least yeah. she knows. <laughs> maybe what maybe that I is. can convert her. <laughs> I, no, no, no. Um, all right, so we're going to do a – those are my tips for not being anxious on a date. Do that. Do those three things. Also, from someone who has anxiety to other human beings who have anxiety, it's okay. It's going to be all right. It's not the end of the world. They don't hate you. They're not thinking badly of you. Just go about your life. Take some deep breaths. Get some grounding into you. You are a wonderful and beautiful human being, and if people can't see that, fuck them. That's what I say about anxiety. I fucking hate anxiety. I would say on that, the, the ad, I think the best advice I've gotten on Ooh. that is to remember that, like, it's supposed to be fun. Oh, like, yeah. Like, this is fun. Like, be fun. Like, yeah. be silly. Like, uh, don't don't be too serious. Like, um, Take don't, yourself be, don't too be too romantic too soon. Oh, God, yeah. Like, get to know somebody before you, um, you know, start talking about more serious things or being too romantic. Um like you, you got to be a little bit of friends first before anything right. goes on. I had a really awkward date when I was like 19 years old. The guy brought me a dozen. It was our first date. He brought me a dozen roses. He took me to the most expensive place in L.A. and the most expensive dance place and told me that women are queens to be placed on pedestals and always be worshipped. And I could not have gotten out of that date faster. And people are like, oh, girls, they don't like the nice guy. No, I don't like the fucking creepy guy. Like, yeah. I like the nice guy. But that's a lot. That's a lot on a first date. A little bit. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I appreciated like the sentiment, but I was like, can we not talk about like worshiping people? That's insane. Um, so today's episode is about blooming late or arriving to your sexual being later than society thinks is quote unquote normal. I wrote a really cool intro. You ready? From American Pie to Blockers, there are plenty of teen comedies about people who try to lose their virginities before they graduate high school. Watching these movies, you might start to think that if you enter college without having sex, something is wrong with you. But research shows that is not the case. Can either of you tell me what percentage of college students have not had sex. This is 18 to 23-year-olds. The research was done in 2017 by the Guttmacher Institute. I'm That's not saying up. that right. It's not me. I just, 
it across the table. <laughs> it's not made up. That's one of the most prolific institutes that does research. I just said it wrong. It's G-U-T-T-M-A-C-H-E-R. Gutmacher. It's not made up. That's my next uh, punk band. Next up, what is it? Gut muncher? What is it? <laughs> Gut mocher. That's what I said. You said, fuck off. Anyways, what percentage, percentage of college students surveyed between the ages of 18 and 24 yeah. have not had a sexual experience? Are we going to figure this? Are you going to tell us that? I'm going to tell this later. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to guess now, and I'm going to tell you later. Uh, 55%. Okay. I think that's. Are you playing Price what? is Right rules? <laughs> yes, it actually is Price is Right I think it's a little right bit rules. higher because cause this is like basically people going into college, kind of. And in it. Yeah. And in it. So I think a lot of people, hmm, yeah, that's, that's a, maybe 50 is good. I was going 75. I'm going to go in 75. That, 75% haven't had a sexual experience between the, okay. Well, sexual experience or virginity? lost their virginity. So, okay. it, But remember, we talked about how virginity is subjective. So these individuals yeah. might be thinking soaking <laughs> is losing your virginity. Okay. Or anal sex. Okay. okay. But, butt stuff. Butt stuff. <laughs> butt stuff. Might be. I think I'm wrong, though, with your 75. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I have the worst poker yeah, face. Yeah, you do. I know, it's terrible. What do you think it is? Gonna, well, are you going to give me another one? Okay. I'm going to give you another one. It's I'll fine. say 35 then. 35. Okay. We're going to come to that statistic later. Um, from our childhood, basically, we are bombarded with sexual imagery and sexual media. We are constantly told throughout high school that you're lame if you've never seen a boob or you haven't <laughs> kissed a girl or you're a prude if you haven't let a guy get to first base by the time you're 15 or 16. All of these sexual innuendos are shoved at us when we're in junior high and high school. And oddly enough, analysis of broadcast media content indicate that on average, teenagers view 143 incidents of sexual behavior on primetime cable every week. 143 incidences of sexual behavior a week. This, that's how much media sex is happening. Imagine now your kid goes to school and their friends tell them about the show they watched last night, and, but they were like, well, I was watching this show. Well, I was watching this show. So now they're going to swap shows and now they're going to see even more. And I would say that this research, which was done in 2016, isn't even anywhere near being accurate because of all the streaming services that we have now. I realize that there's not going to be as much sex in commercials like the Jessica's classic, classic Jessica Simpson Carl's Jr. commercial where she washed a car with her tits while she was eating a, a, a Carl stack. Uh, there's another one with Charlotte, Charlotte McKinney. Uh, I don't know who that is. It's another babe, and she would just walk around basically topless. What? Yeah. In a Jack in the Box commercial? Mm-hmm. I got or no, work. Carl's I got- Jr. Carl's Jr. Mm, sex sells. I got to work with her once. She is Work the, with her? <laughs> and she, it was a wedding scene. And she was a wedding dress. The most beautiful woman I've ever seen in wow. my life. Was she Sorry, nice? Sorry, Mom. You are a second for sure. But <laughs> was she nice? I, I didn't interact with her too much. Oh. I was hanging out with Justin Long all day. No big deal. But she, yeah, Name I could draw. I could not keep my eyes off her. It was just like, not in like a sexual way. It was just, she was just yeah, stunning. Just stunning. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like anything in your upbringing was overtly sexual or like did you ever feel like your friends ever pushed you into sex when you were in high school i mean i know some of your friends so most of them probably would have made fun of you while also still being virgins because that's just who they are but 
Bunky, I'm talking to you. I don't think so. No. That's no, good. Not really, no. I, I didn't feel pressure, really. Um, I felt pressure not to, actually. Oh. Okay, so because tell me. growing up religious. Tell me a little bit about your upbringing. Tell me Nate's story. Just start from wherever you want to start from and, and go. <laughs> I was born in 1981. <laughs> I love it. I it was a Thursday, <laughs> October 8th. Was it snowing? I looked up, it was, 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 was Thursday. Uh, no, I actually was born actually right down the street from here. Oh. Uh, Westminster. Oh, okay. When did you move to Big Bear? Uh, when I was seven, my dad uh, is a cop, so he got transferred up to Big Bear, so, so we moved up there. Nice. Okay. Um, and uh, we were always a religious family, went to church every Sunday. Brothers and sisters? Uh, one sister. Older? Uh, 18 months older. Okay, so you guys are like Irish twins. That's cute. Not totally. Kind of. Isn't that what that months? means? I don't think they can have them. I think like 10 months is like... That's aggressive. Yeah. Like right after, <laughs> that's, that's I went to school. Aggressive. I went to school with two sisters in, in my class that, that way, that way, and it was weird. Wow. Yeah, like they weren't twins. Ask them if they, they want to like... be on the podcast. <laughs> 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 okay, so you grew up in Big Bear after the age of seven. You and your sister, uh, you guys were religious. You go to church every week. Yep. Okay. Go to a youth group. Yep. Me too. Nice. Every, Did you go to church Wednesday. Sundays and Wednesdays? Yep. <laughs> oh man, and were you pressured to bring people to youth group? I don't really. I don't think so. Oh, God, well, it, I was. It's also from Big Bear, so it was a small community. So like, everybody I mean, was either going. Yeah, or it they was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all the ten people were already there. Right. So. All ten people. Um, okay, so when you were, you were in elementary school. You were in junior high. You were going to church. Same here. I never felt pressure to do anything. I always felt pressure to be a good girl. And I think that came from growing up religiously and having that drilled into you. you. Thou shalt not have sex before marriage. Like, it was a big deal. Yeah, I remember there was pressure to get purity rings. Oh, or take the purity pledge and, like, sign the document that says right. you're going to... Yeah, okay. And I think it was it was mostly on the girls so much. I remember, like, mm -hmm. all the girls were, were, were supposed to get purity rings pretty much. Oh, wow. Did they have the daddy-daughter dance? I don't think so. That's creepy. Have you yeah. seen that? Religious communities are now doing a daddy-daughter daughter like purity celebration where the girl wears a wedding dress and basically marries her dad and like he gives her a ring a purity ring and it's like I am the man in your life until you get married and this ring will stay on your finger until you marry your husband it's really really fucking creepy I hate religion but I kind of like that Ew <laughs> Dude, these kids no stop making babies. They shouldn't. Oh, no, have, they shouldn't, they shouldn't be, be making babies. But can you not marry your daughter? That's like weird. that's creepy that's as weird, fuck. But yeah. just educate. I get you. Get some, get some birth control. Stop having kids. Stop it. Stop marrying your dad. Seriously, did you do sex ed in junior high, high school health class? I think yeah, we did like a one like a week long in junior high. I think. Did it freak you out? I don't think so. Okay. Did you I, have like female friends in junior high and high school? Yeah. And there was never like any sort of, I'm going to date her, I'm attracted to her, this is awkward, like I want to date, like nothing. There was that uh, that that junior high going out. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, remember yeah. where like mm -hmm. you went out, but you didn't do anything, you talked on the phone after school. Yeah, you're going and out. Then, uh, yeah. And then you see each other. At the My dad theater. used to say, you're going out? Where are you going? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> dad joke. Because I was 13. Where the fuck am I going? I'm not going anywhere. We're going out. We're dating. We're going out. You're not going anywhere. Um, okay, so all around you is some pretty 
like-minded individuals. Your sister, she was a good girl? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, later on. Later on, right. Yeah. But like in junior high and high school, she was a pretty good example. Yeah. Your parents, open, good to talk to, or were you fra- afraid or were you like not? I don't really remember ever getting the uh, birds and the beast talk from them. Okay. And, and if I actually, one time we did, but it was very vague and it wasn't, it didn't, we didn't really go over uh, anything serious. Was it if you get a, if you kiss a girl, you'll get her pregnant? Because that was my talk. Not really. It was just kind of like when a guy likes a girl, they hang out and they kiss. And but I don't remember ever really getting it like in the detail okay. about uh, P and the P and the V. The P and the V. Okay. So no details were given. So who who do you think you remember learning? Okay. Now you you did mention earlier that you may have stuffed a flaccid penis into <laughs> into a willing vagina, as I like to say. You stuffed a loaf of bread into a baking pan. So why did you know that that's what you were supposed to do? How did you figure that out? Well, I think at that point I did have some friends that um, had access to uh, like a softcore porn and so stuff like that. unscrambled Showtime. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, and like I do remember there was some like there was some talk among our friends of of a little bit of like kissing and going further than that. But mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, uh, I didn't. I mean, I didn't. I didn't understand even what a blowjob was or anything like that. Right. Remember. I mean, even though I did. I got my first blowjob when I was thirteen or thirteen or fourteen. I can't re- remember. Really? Was it the yeah. same girl? Yeah. With the wow, was it the same day? Uh, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Or two days later? It was a weird. I worked. Uh, it's a. It's a. Who? Really who? Okay. Lame did story. you go to school with her? <laughs> she was the cousin of my supervisor at Burger King. Okay. Okay. So you <laughs> hooked up with her. How long did you date? She was just visiting in town. Oh, dear God. She lived in, in Arizona. It was summertime. It was the year between my eighth grade and freshman year of high school. Okay, so you weren't 13. You were 14, almost 14. 15. Yeah. No, I think I, I can't remember, though, because I'm, I started school late. In later. Oh, okay. So you so may I have don't, been. I don't think I turned 14 until. So here we have 14-year-old vulnerable Nate, and he is getting a blowjob and non, well, sort of soaking sex, and, but you're still saying that's not sex and that didn't like instigate you into finding the next girl who wanted to let you do that and do it again like that what it was just kind of like okay that was dumb like why did I do that like well, I got into a lot of trouble oh because I told my dad I was staying over at my best friend's house who uh Tim okay no I didn't really like Bunky and Matt and those guys we didn't really become friends until after high school oh okay no mm-hmm. um but I told him that I was, and my parents were, also too, my parents were getting a divorce at the time too. So. Oh, okay. So That makes sense. That yeah. why, why that like would happen even though you're someone who's like, yeah, no, I really was listening to what the church was saying and my sister was good and my family and I really didn't feel the pressure. If you're going through something like that at that time, completely can see how that would be like. In, yeah. in two days, not only did I get a blowjob, but I stuffed my peen in a vein. And I think even at that point, even at that point in my life, there was the like, I'm gonna get, I'm not gonna have sex until I'm married. Okay. Like, I think that was already pretty much ingrained in me. Okay. From like young age. Yeah. So interesting. Uh, less than half of teens that took a survey, so only 35% of teens in 2015 said that they had any sexual experience of any kind. So 35% of 13 to 15-year-olds said they had a sexual experience between the ages of 13 and 15. That seems about right. Because that totally seems right my, to me. Like my group of friends, there was, you know, maybe two or three that were like, I know we're getting down with girls. And I was like, 
wanting to know. So they don't consider making out a sexual experience. I just want you guys to no. know they consider no, yeah, any stuff. sort of mutual masturbation. Yeah. No, that's what I'm talking about. Right. Or any sort anything other than basically kissing on the lips is basically considered a sexual experience. And only thirty five percent did that. So you then go from fourteen getting a blowjob and sticking your peen in a vein to almost ten years of not having sexual intercourse with anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Uh, well, I, I was when when that happened when I was thirteen or fourteen. Um, another part of the story is so I'll I'll tell a little more of the story. Okay. Is, so, I told my dad I was spending the night at a friend's house. We go over to my supervisor's house, and she's there. Um, and it's in a trailer park, by the way. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's classy, Nate. I love that. It actually makes and a lot more sense now. The whole picture's being painted. And I had beer for the first time. Holy shit. I had... That was a good night. It was a really good night for Nate. Yeah. Have you had a night like that since? Let me ask you. <laughs> <laughs> first beer, first blowy. Come on. I, and weed, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, bad boy. <laughs> Who is this person? I'm going to go find her and I, slap I the I shit out like, of her. I had like two and a half Bud Lights. Oh, were you drunk? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wasted. And um, Bud well, Light Dick is the worst. So that that night we just made out. She gave me a blowjob, and then we did the same thing two nights later. Like, okay. Like we just went like went to bed, woke up. Clearly, she was more experienced. Than she you. was like sixteen. <gasps> okay. Yeah. Okay. And I th- I think I found out later she had a boyfriend too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So two nights later we do the same thing, and we smoke weed this time. Uh huh. And um, she she goes down on me, and then she pulls out a condom. Uh huh. It's it's blurry to me. Okay. Like it's I'm first all time over the getting place. stoned. It's my first time. I don't remember my first time getting yeah. stoned. Actually, I do. I do. I talked about iceberg lettuce for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that nasta. <laughs> it's true. I love iceberg. I do too. Anyways, condom. Sorry. <laughs> Shout out to iceberg lettuce. <laughs> Sorry. And shout out to condoms, too. And shout out to fucking condoms. lettuce sucks. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Romaine, Leave. a lot better. A lot better <laughs> lettuce. true. Too. I actually yeah, like arugula. True. But anyways. That's true. So she pulls out a condom. You don't so know what's I going was, on. So I was hard, I think. I, I remember being hard, I think. <laughs> and then she puts the condom on. Well, and then she puts the condom on me. And as she's putting it on me, it's uh, it's it's not happening. Oh, it's, God. Uh, it's... it's it, we're half-staff. Yeah. Like, and Less than. We're little half-staff, too. Oh, no. Like, uh... Have you and gone so, through puberty at this point? A little bit, I think. Okay, you're you're in puberty. Yes. So you're not a late bloomer, like puberty wise, because that was one of the other things that all of this research said. I kept like typing in late bloomer, late bloomer, late bloomer, and it was like, oh, do you mean people who don't go through puberty? And I was like, no, that's not what I mean at all, asshole. Like I meant, like that you don't have sex when everyone thinks you should. They say that people who start puberty later. Most guys are supposed to between the ages of nine and fourteen. Mm-hmm. That's when it starts. Does that sound about right for both of you? Yeah. Nine seems young to me. Not with the hormones that are in the milk right now. Let's just talk about it. That actually sucks. But nine to fourteen, and it it averages at twelve, and it usually takes two to three years for guys to fully go through puberty. Hmm. Yeah, I think I was twelve. Okay, was I think right around the time. Voice dropped. Yeah. Hair everywhere that you hated. And then random erections. Yeah. 
I think yeah. that's when I found out that I could touch my penis and it get bigger. Ooh, that's a fun <laughs> trick. That is a fun trick. I actually play that trick with my husband. Sometimes I'll just poke it and he's like, can you not? We are in public. I'm like, yeah, but when I poke it, it gets bigger. And he's like, please don't do that anymore in public. I'm like, ha, 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 ha. It's hilarious. It's my favorite toy. It's the best. I Sorry, know. Kevin. <laughs> Poor Kevin. Okay, so you're, you're getting a blowjob. You're smoking weed. You're about to have sex. She puts the condom on. And what do we call your penis? Did you name it? No. Oh, that's unfortunate. Okay. Did you name yours? No. Who does that? Is I, that a thing uh, that girls, girls think happens? Oh. I, no, I think girls think guys do. Yeah, well, you guys think we have pillow fights in our pajamas, and that doesn't happen. Okay. Don't ruin the dream. Um, name your penis. Name your penis, and I'll have pillow fights. Harry. <laughs> I hate you. Voldemort. <laughs> he who shall not be named. Exactly. So, so Harry's half staff at this point, and what? She just says, just stuff it in, it'll get better? Yeah, like she's <laughs> laying down, and I'm getting on top of her. And I remember, like, not knowing what to do, like, being like, oh. like okay, like, do I, like, and. Where does my arm go? Right. What do I do with my legs? Why are my socks still on? And I, I'm, she's grabbing it, and yeah. she, it's it's like it's, it's like it's like li- it's like halfway in, but okay. like I mean, it's really small. I mean, it's right. it's not a, it's you're thirteen. Yeah, like it's come on, and it kind of like it's like it's like like kind of just like halfway, like kind of flops. Yeah, in a no, I got bit. it. Yeah, no, and and Been she's there. and and right away she goes, "You're not even hard." Uh. <laughs> Like that's your fault. And I'm so wasted, and I'm just like, uh, I don't, know I don't what even know what that means. And she just goes, ah, and just like gets up, like, like puts on clothes, and just like goes to sleep, like in the corner of the bed. Oh my god! And it's probably like it's like three in the morning. Oh. And I don't really, and I don't know what to do, and I'm wasted. Like I just pass out. I'm pretty sure the condom's still on. <laughs> I think, like, I just pass out. Like I'm just like. Like I wake up, I wake up at like six in the morning. And she's like in the corner of this little twin size bed, like just curled up, like wanting nothing to like do with me. Like she's been pouting all night long. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I don't know what to do. So I just get up and leave like six in the morning. Like I just go and I walk, I walk home. How far was that? Like seven miles. Did you wear the condom the whole way? <laughs> no. Okay. So it was a walk of shame, but you didn't even realize yeah. it was a you walk You know that of weird shame. condom you see like laying in like a parking <laughs> lot somewhere? That's you. That's that was your me. condom. <laughs> Great. Okay, so you go through junior high, high school. Did you have any serious girlfriends in junior high or high school? Anyone you thought? No. 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 Fling, flings here and there, dates, stuff like that. You know, the little, uh, you know, flings that last a few weeks and then okay. nothing happens. You go to a dance together type of thing. Okay. Or, but but you nothing n- ever serious. Did you ever get shit from anybody? Did you ever get the, like... When are you gonna like score? I don't know. It's like that whole movie like it stereotype. Wasn't really, uh, when are you gonna no, score? No, it wasn't really talked about. No, no, not even okay. Robert, mm-hmm. did you ever have that happen? What's that? Sorry, I wasn't listening. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to my podcast. This hey. is what's your oh, position? Oh, I'm producing this. Hey, welcome. Oh, it's to the recording. Show. Yeah, we're good. No, it's fine. Um, I was just yeah. <laughs> I was just wondering if in high school, since you also aren't necessarily like. I hate the word late bloomer, and I really want to think of a different word for this, but you didn't lose your virginity in high school. No. Okay. 18. Right. And and side note, blowjob on the same night. First blowjob. Shut the night. fuck up. Yeah. That's, night too. Wait, was that your first beer? No. Oh, I didn't start drinking until I was 21. <laughs> no, was yeah. that your first weed? I didn't start smoking weed until I was like 26 or something. Noob. 
You're not supposed to smoke I'm weed until after. You're not. Like, you're actually you're not. Like, till yeah, your I'm brain glad. Is fully I'm glad I didn't, I didn't discover it until later in life. Dear God, right? I started smoking weed when I was like 23, and I was like, "This is the perfect time to smoke weed." Like now, I my brain. Like you're saying, puberty goes from like 12 to 15, but yeah. your brain is still developing. And actually, fun fact of the day that I actually know off the top of my head. Here we go. Most female brains are fully Dumb. formed. Oh, sorry. I sorry. will reach across this fucking table and end you. Uh, most female brains are fully formed and personalities take shape between the ages of 20 and 22. Most male brains will fully form, take shape, and personality will form between the ages of 21 and 24. Hmm. You guys have a little bit more leeway, yeah. but what they mean by that is you are not the person you're going to be until you reach the age where your brain has fully formed. And if you inhibit that growth in any way yeah. by ingesting anything, whether it be nicotine or alcohol or weed, you actually change your destiny. You actually change how you are going to be as a person, which is fucking mind-blowing. That's deep. And I know. Now, that's in copious amounts. Glass of wine here, beer there. Whatever, but they say any substance that you can get addicted to can yeah. actually change the cell patterns in how your brain grows. So I could have been cooler. Probably, nerd. <laughs> um, also, not everyone finds the love of their life in high school. I thought this was really interesting because there's a lot of girls out there who believe that you're going to marry your high school sweetheart. You're supposed to find somebody to love That's forever. That's ho horrifically terrifyingly inaccurate yeah. you want to know the funnest statistic ever less than two percent of people marry their high school sweetheart wow and then i wonder of those percentages who divorce oh would you like to know <laughs> well, excuse me yes i would you 82 wow so the, of that two percent 80 82 percent get a divorce wow yeah Mm -hmm. That's a good step. In the first 10 years. If they make it beyond 10 years, usually it's less than that. And those are individuals who were born between 1985, the millennials, basically. Mm -hmm. Any millennial who married their high school sweetheart, those are the statistics for them. Mm -hmm. Because it was actually back in the day when that's how people met each other was in high school. Yeah. About 76% of people in the 1940s, 50s, and 60s ended up marrying their high school sweetheart. Because divorce wasn't a huge thing back then, those divorce rates are much, much lower. Wow. Right. Okay. So, flings here and there, and then you're 18, you leave high school. Anything exciting happen in high school? Anything like awesome and and like hey this is great for my sexual revolution or my dating life or anything like overly traumatic happened that made you not want to date people no. horrible date no see this is what i love like i hate that all of these statistics are like oh usually i literally read so many websites about quote-unquote late bloomers and it was like oh, there's usually some trauma or they had a horrific first virginity experience mm. or they were abused in their first relationship or they had abuse in the home. And I'm like, why does it always have to be that way? Like, why can't it just be, I just didn't really want to have sex. Well, could I, could I say something? Yeah, of course. Well, something traumatic you might not think about is maybe the divorce. Maybe. Do oh, you think that yeah. affects you? Oh, definitely, yeah. Because I was okay. on prime time. Because I am a son of divorce too, and right, I, I, that happened when I was like a baby, so I didn't see it when you did. But you know, going back, you and were forth. in puberty when your parents got divorced. Yep. How on? How do you think that affected you as a teenager in the dating? Did it make you callous towards love, or do you think it made you more wary of falling in love with somebody? Uh, that's a tough one. I don't know. 
I I think even though my parents got divorced, I was still a uh, romantic. I would say like I I still thought that like I would meet somebody and we would get married and lose our, our virginity to, to, like together and oh, have three okay. kids and live a happy life. Okay. Like so, I don't think it maybe like nothing changed that. Were, when you weren't finding that person, were you ever discouraged? Did you ever feel like something was wrong or you oh, weren't sure. doing something right? Yeah. What did, how did that make you feel? Um, possibly that, that there's something wrong with me a little bit. Like what? Um, that, that I wasn't desirable okay. or, that I, or that I wasn't attractive. Okay. Um, uh, you know, I was a shy kid growing up, uh-huh. so it, w- it was always hard for me to talk to women and to attract women. Okay. Um, here's something kind of funny. Okay. Is, is I would say is um, Stephanie. Uh huh. Oh God. I'm pretty sure she hooked up with almost everybody except me, and I remember being kind of bummed about it. I actually would take that as a compliment. I know. No now. <laughs> well, now I do. Like Robert, do you remember when Linda took me to to um, Bakersfield? With a friend of mine for my birthday to see uh, the guy who does all those country shows in Bakersfield. What the fuck was his name? Glenn Owen. Owen? Tom William? Or not no. Tom? Uh, I don't know. No. no. I don't. She took me and a friend when I for my 19th birthday to Bakersfield, and that was the friend. Okay. With Stephanie. And she was literally my friend for maybe six months. And I think the best thing in the... In- if she's out there... Thank you for introducing me to two of my lifelong friends. Like, honest to God, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't know you and I wouldn't know Bunky. And I don't think I would be a very happy person. So <laughs> she's a nut job. Thank you, God. You would have met somebody else. We're fine. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be optimistic. God. Okay. So when was your first serious girlfriend? My first serious girlfriend. And define serious, please. My first serious girlfriend was when I was 23. Okay. I don't want to say her name. That's fine. Um, <laughs> We're going to call her Maria. Because anybody who knows me knows right away, like, I know who he's talking about. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a bad time for everybody. Okay. <laughs> Solid. How long did you date? Uh, we were on and off for like about 18 months, I think, but only really like together for maybe like three or four. Okay. Because we, we struggled back and forth. She from for Big, a while from Big Bear. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and she, I met her. She's friend of a friend type thing. Yeah. Uh, sibling of of friend of a friend type thing. Uh huh. Um, and um, she was she was I think seventeen actually when I was like twenty three I think. Um. Um. No, she was eighteen though. Okay. Yeah. All right. Is that who you lost your virginity to? Kind of. Okay, you seem to have a lot of like kind of virginity stories, and I've sort of like to get to the bottom of this. So, what the fuck do you mean, kind of? Because I didn't, um, I didn't finish in her. Like okay, that's that's what I consider. So this losing. is Nate's definition of virginity: is mm-hmm. that he didn't come. Okay, okay. How old were you? I mean, on the face might be considered it too. Yeah. So some people, if you get jizz on you, that's that's it, right? I I don't think. Uh, because then by that nature, would a blowjob where you came, does that equal virginity? I would if say no. If she swallowed it, you came in her. I don't know. Okay. Well, <laughs> see, there it is. All right. So you had sex. I think it is subjective. I think, I think if, it is if, Okay. Let's break it down with Adam and Eve. They were probably the first people to get down. They probably had sex before they did a blowjob. 
Well, and they also had sex before they got married because marriage wasn't a thing when Adam and Eve were around, but that's another story. Well, yeah, I don't know my religion. But you know what I mean? Like the first people, they sure. probably figured out how to have sex and then were like, oh, wait, I could put this in your mouth too. Like, yeah. That, that's, I would uh, actually think that you would start with the mouth. Like why would you think that where you urinate or shit from is a good place to put that? I think it's subconsciously we are attracted to that. We know. You think so? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So how old like were how you? Like, how do monkeys know? Well, you're right. You know All right. Right. That's true. How do fish know? How do birds know? You're right. Actually, birds... coded into us. By the way, birds don't have penises. They have cochlea. I just learned this the other day. And Another good punk name. I <laughs> cochlea. <laughs> sounds like a metal, actually. That's a little it harder. <laughs> Gut muncher sounds like they're punk. Open, they're opening for it. <laughs> they're, opening, they're opening for cochlea. A chain reaction. It's on the yellow flyer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Drinking in the van in the parking lot beforehand. Um, okay, so how old were you? Now. I was 23. <laughs> so the same year you lost your virginity, you didn't lose your virginity. I, yeah. Okay, so you had sex, but you pulled out before you came, or you just didn't come? I didn't come. Okay, so it just didn't last long enough, or you were I had nervous? You were nervous. I had performance anxiety again. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Condom oh, or no oh. condom? Condom. Of course. That's it. He's a safe man. Your condoms. I, I, Side I, note. Go ahead. Sorry. Right. To go back to when I was 14, mm-hmm. my dad found out no. that, that I wasn't at my friend's. Oh, my oh, God. Right. Yeah, Did he find the condom in the Walgreens parking lot and trace it back to you using <laughs> DNA analysis? It was the early 90s, okay? Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> but he scared the shit out of me. And, he, and not not like he beat me, but he was just no. like, but he was just like he like he like he he smelt the weed on me. Oh, no. He's a cop. Oh my god, I forgot. And he scared me of like, don't go down this path. Like you're gonna end up in a bad place if wow. you continue on this. Um, because and then he got out of me like, did you drink? And I'm like, yeah. And because you're a good boy, so you told the truth. Right. And so I I got grounded for like that whole summer. The, yeah. The whole rest of the summer, like I was. Dude, same. And and after that, it was like. Like, and and I think too after that like I think maybe my uh, religious convictions too like set in of like oh, oh yeah. I, I can't do this like right. I'm gonna I'm because I, I I always had that attitude of like I'm gonna find the special person and we're gonna lose our opportunity together yeah. and get married and and all that I um, right there with you <laughs> I went so that, to the same church <laughs> yeah because I because I didn't even I didn't drink again until I was 18 okay I didn't drink at all until I was 20 it was ridiculous. Dork. Shut up. Uh, okay, so you... 21, I'm the biggest dork over here. You really are. You're a noob. <laughs> so, I abide by the law. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so you dated this girl. You guys had sex, but you weren't comfortable during the sexual encounter. How did she treat you afterwards? She was super... Like, she was not... Like, she was like, eh. Like, I mean, she didn't know, but she was just... She honestly was just kind of like, I... I don't know, like... Was she, she a virgin? Yes. Oh, so okay. I don't think she really knew what was going on either. It was like... Because it was Valentine's Day. We made this deal. I kicked my friend off the couch nice. so we could be alone. Hot. And... Um, Where were you living? In Big Bear. Nice, okay. Right right, right above the Alpine Liquor Store. I know exactly where that is. Oh, the Alpine Liquor Store. <laughs> um, okay, so how long did you date her after that? Uh... Uh, another few months. Okay. And you guys yeah. never attempted it again? We tried again. Okay. And yeah. it, it didn't work for either of you the second time either? We did, and it was very short and uh, to the point. 
and um, I think I barely made it in her. Oh, you barely, <laughs> I barely made it. So then what do you consider losing your virginity? When was that? I count that, actually. That That's is, it. That, that is what I count, yeah. That is the time. So yeah. it is her. She yeah. did take your virginity. Yeah. And same with her. So you did find the person that you were going to lose your virginity with at the same time. Yeah. Great. I just, I never consider it that way just because it happened so quickly. And then after, once that happened, it, it, it felt like we were never, like we weren't going to, even though like I fought it, like it was just too awkward. It was too awkward. Yeah. And I was older and, um, she wanted to bang other people. Yeah. And, well, uh, hey, once you figure it out, you're like, all right, I'm going to need to open this up to everybody. Just, <laughs> we're we're but, having a good time now. And she did marry the guy after me, right after me. What? Did yeah. she really? Oh, I have a long line of girls that I dated. Stop next, it. next guy married within no. like, yeah. yeah, a lot, like five, I think four or five now, but uh, five she, people, but, but she just did get divorced this year though. Oh, I'm just saying. So suck it. Um, so after her, now I I came into your to your life right around right around that. No, it was before that. But I remember talking to you about your online dating experience. That's kind of how my brain interprets your dating history is through online dating. <laughs> you and I used to chat a lot about the girls that you would meet online mm-hmm. and like the woes I've and the ins. I've been so many. Dude, I know. I did so many. So tell me in, in brief, did you have any success with online dating as far as like longevity is concerned? No. Okay. Ne- never anybody long term. They, they always fizzled out either right away or like a month or so. And do you feel like in those relationships was your objective to bang or was it to like be somebody's boyfriend or did it di- differ from time to time? To meet somebody, get to get into a relationship. Okay. So did you sleep with every person you met at an online dating thing? No, not at all. No. See, that's amazing to me. You oh, either? No way. No, I mean, oh, I, wow, have, I have some good stories. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'd like to hear one. Um, I think... Okay, so I did meet this. I did meet this um, this girl. Okay. Well, first of all, the way we even met is. Do I know this girl? No. Okay. Um, I don't even know her anymore too because she blocked me on Instagram. But um, ouch! But I have a secret account. So I still check on her every once in a while. <laughs> oh my god, creeper! <laughs> I do too. I'm with you. That's amazing. That's okay. I got a I good check, story after this too. Sorry. I check on my ex too. I do. Okay. Yeah, check in. You make sure you're doing better than exactly. Them. <laughs> oh, you're dating someone hideous. Perfect. My husband oh, is so <laughs> fucking handsome. Eat a dick. Yeah, yeah. Continue. Okay, so <laughs> I I matched up with this girl, uh, this girl named Sophie, on um, Bumble or Tinder. I can't remember. She she lives in in uh, in Redlands. Okay. I drive down from Big Bear. That's the other part of why I never because the distance was always right. Uh, it was dumb to even try. By the way, Nate is the food and beverage, like, dir- please tell me your title. Food and beverage director. I'm assist- assistant GM. All right. Do you the know assist- Or maybe not give it up. Well, he's the assistant GM <laughs> yeah. of a very large public corporation in Big Bear. And he has a very, very important job up there. And so he can't leave and come and live down here. He uh, really has to be on the mountain all the time. You got to go back up tonight? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, wow. he's going back up tonight. You came down just for this? I was already down here. Oh, so. okay. No. You just, came down just for this? No, I was at Megan's. I hate you so much. For oh the third God. time. Oh, you just you came just down You just came for, down just for, for us? This? Sure. Yay! <laughs> there we go. There's well, the social There's game. the improv. There it is. Yes, and. <laughs> yes, and. Uh, okay, so, so Sophie. Which, by the way, I love this story, by the way. I, I'm so excited I'm, about this story. Okay, so I meet this girl. We, uh... uh we meet up in Redlands at one of the, at uh, a uh, bar and restaurant. Uh, she's cute. 
uh, not that much attraction, but okay. she's cute. Conversation's decent. Uh, not much of a connection. Um, uh, she didn't fucking finish her food after I paid for it. Whatever. Um, <gasps> Did she box it up and take it to go? No, I would have. To go. To me, for sure. I bought it. (laughs) I would have taken that shit out. So we leave, like, not a big deal. Uh, Like, I think there was a mutual non connection. Can I ask a question? Sure. Because we had this question um, when someone came in and talked about online dating. When you're online dating, would you like the girl to offer to pay for the meal, or do you always, always, always pay? It's nice for her to reach for it. It's nice for her to be like, do you want to split it? Right. Like, and but I will always take care of it. Have you ever had a girl be like, "Absolutely not, we're splitting this." Megan, <laughs> my girlfriend. <laughs> and did you let her split it? Yeah. Okay. Have you ever had someone be like, "Absolutely not, we're splitting this"? No. Wow. Oh, I had a girl that I know for sure just wanted the din- the dinner. That's yeah. ugly. Yeah. She That's was, ugly. She was awful. There was no conversation. That is ugly. Okay. Sorry. Continue. (laughs) Uh, We just had this conversation with somebody else, and I was like, I would never assume that someone was going to pay for my fucking food. Like, this is a mutual date. I agreed to be here just as much as you. Megan's my girlfriend, and she will not let me pay for everything. Megan, I love you. Can I meet you? I love you, and I want to meet you. Okay. Continue with your story about Sophie, who is not Megan and sucks. (laughs) Okay. So, and this isn't even about Sophie. Oh, shit. Exactly. Oh, shit. There's There's a twist. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so we leave. It's by. It's like I'm pretty sure there. Actually, I know there was like not a real connection between us. It wasn't strong. So a couple of days later, I do know the story. I sent her a text, like, "Hey, Sylvia, how's it going?" Blah blah blah. And she goes, "Oh, hi, like just small talk." And then and then like, and then I responded back, and then she didn't. So I'm like, I'm like, just, okay, whatever. Okay, yeah, we're yeah. good. So she sends me a text a couple of days later and goes, "Hey, this might sound weird, but." I have a friend and I was telling her about you and that you guys could have a connection and her favorite band is Radiohead. Your favorite band band is Radiohead. You, she's, I I showed her her, your picture and she thinks you're cute. Would you be interested in going on a a date with her? So you met a girl through a date you had on Tinder. That How'd you feel about that? I was into it. Oh, I was (laughs) stoked. That's cool. Oh yeah. I was like, and it was Sophie. And it was like, we she could have just like, uh, forget her. Right. That happens. It fizzles. Okay, Sophie, yeah. I take it back. Uh, high five, girlfriend. <laughs> Way to help a dude get laid. And a no. girlfriend. And a girlfriend yeah. get laid. Yeah. 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 So she goes, um, and I said, yeah. And, and and she's like, here's her Instagram. Check it out. If you're interested, uh, maybe send her a message. Wow. So I go to her Instagram. She's cute. Attractive. Um, I think the like I think at that point, the exact same age. We're both, I think, like 34, 35. I remember this girl. And... Um. Yeah, I lost twenty pounds because of her. Um, <laughs> I know you did. I remember. Um, Fuck this bitch. By oh, the way, sorry. And uh, so we, so I sent her a message on Instagram, like, "Hey, how's it going? Whatever." Like, and she goes, "Hi." And um, and I go, uh, "Would you like to go out?" Like, we kind of small chit chat, and, and she goes, "Yeah." So, um, I'm like, "Do you want to meet someplace?" Or, and she's like, "You just." kind of my house that should have been that should have been it, yeah, that, yeah. That should i'm pretty have sure been. when you told me about this i was like cool red flag number one yeah so i go to her house she like invites me in it's the daytime um we're hanging out talking you could be a serial killer she could that's actually fucking accurate yeah. Yeah. um and uh we're so we're like at her house just like chit-chatting 
like whatever. And, and then finally I'm like, do you want to go somewhere to eat? <laughs> Can we get the fuck out of your house? Um, <laughs> and she's like, sure. Where do you want to go? Like, and I'm like, and I'm like, let's, is there like a restaurant around here? I'm, I'm not like, from here. I came down from Big Bear. And she goes, uh, do you just want to go to like Taco Bell or something? Like just drive through? Okay. Okay. And I'm like, sure. So we, so we go to Taco Bell. I mean, who doesn't love Taco Bell? Yeah, sure. Middle actually, of the day, though. Actually, on. me. I don't love Taco Bell. I would have been like, I got to fucking go. Like, yeah. I'm not having Taco Bell on a first date. Bye. So we grab Taco Bell, go back to your house. Oh, we, we, we stop by the store, uh, pick up like a six pack of beer. We're having, like, we're chit chatting, ha- 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 having a good time. We have a lot in common. Um, we like the same music. We like the same, like, movies and comedy. And, and then she goes, uh, she goes, I have to tell you something. Oh. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. And she's like, um, oh, and then we also did discuss too, like we both like weed. Okay. And I think we, did we smoke? I think we did smoke. I weed. mean. Yeah. I mean, it's weed. Who doesn't smoke weed? I'm smoking weed right now. California. And um, so, and then, so we smoke weed, have a couple beers, and she goes, I have to tell you something. And she's like, and I'm like, okay. And she's like, I like to do cocaine. Oh, fuck, you told me this. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, do you want to do some? And I'm like, I'm okay. <laughs> I, I'm all set. I'm, you know, I did it at one point, but I don't think I'm going to do it anymore. Quick question, Robert, have you ever done coke? No. Me neither. No pills, no powders. If it grows from the ground, it's probably okay. I it's, agree. It's but you've it never done, like, even of all the parties you had in Escondido with your band. No, there wasn't. In, Nobody in, was in really hi- doing it in the Heights house, like yeah. the party house. Yeah. I never saw Coke once. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, okay. we, we were we were pretty. We had a, we shot a porn <laughs> in the house, but we didn't have Coke. <laughs> okay, yeah. you you had done Coke at this point, but or like just in, in Vegas, in I, Vegas. I, I, done, right, I, I mean, that makes sense. When, like when I li- when <laughs> that's I, when the I, only time I've ever when seen I it lived in there. Vegas. <laughs> when I when I when I when I lived there, there was a couple. When I bartended, there was a couple opportunities to try it, and I did a couple times. Sure, absolutely. I was never really that into it. it didn't, right. Like I mostly it lasts I'm, for fifteen minutes, and you're and, like, "That's fucking it." Yeah, and I'm a good, I, I'm a good, like I'm a good. You good, are like like two like goody two shoe type of guy. You so are. I always was like scared of that stuff. Like I was never wanted to go down that. that no, I hear that. you. I I try to talk to Nate about weed, and he gets embarrassed. It's fine. It's fine. But I smoke all the time now, though. Yeah, but you don't talk about it. Yeah, it's fine. He calls me a pothead. You are. Shut up. Well, anyways, compared to like the normal like you know, Californian that will smoke maybe once a week. That's you know? true. I do. I, I, I smoke smoke weed every day. Yeah, because I even I have my stevie in my car, and I was like, yes. And I was like, no. It's, oh I, my god, wanna... we should push pause, and you should go get it. It's gonna get weird. <laughs> uh, I might say, that's I'm like, because like me when me me and Joe went golfing the day, I took a couple puffs before we went golfing, Hell and yeah. it was like it was I was I could not play. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can I, I like, can I only like, play if I'm high. <laughs> I was hitting like balls everywhere. Nice. Did you give a shit though? Yeah. I did. Oh, no. Yeah, really bummed me out. So back to the story. Okay. Okay, Because I don't know the story. I'm I'm like the listener. So so she's doing Coke. Yeah. I'm like, off of a taco? I'm like, no, I'm good. (laughs) Her taco. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the Coke come from? Uh, This little tiny tin she had. And where did she do the Coke? Like right in front of you? Or did she have the decency to go in the fucking bathroom? No, she said it right there in the bathroom. Cool. Okay. So. It's getting late. Mm-hmm. And, and you goes, aren't awake from Coke, so that sucks. And she goes, uh, um, it's getting late. Are you going to stay here? Okay. And oh. I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, I'm planning on it. Now it's getting late. Like, <laughs> and I'm drunk and, and we're stoned. Like, not, yeah, like three or four beers in a little bit. Like not. But And she goes, okay. And she's like, just so you know, though, like we're not going to have sex tonight. 
And okay. I was like, okay. Great. Thank you for so setting just, that boundary. So we just slept in, this, like, slept in, in her bed. Okay. Uh, got up the next morning. I left. Perfect. We like text throughout the day. Um, like two days later, she texts me and she's like, when are we hanging out again? Okay. And I was like, I, I can come down on Friday. And she's like, cool. So I, I do the same thing. Like, hey, do you want to meet somewhere? And she goes, if you just want to come to my house first, go to her house first. We're hanging out. I'm like, do you want to go somewhere to eat? And she's like, no. Um, Let's and she's just like, get Taco Bell. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> wait. Um, and she's like, yeah. Um, I'm like, and she's like, just want to grab something. And I'm like, sure. And she's like, I want to just go to like Little Caesars. Okay. Uh, we go to Little Caesars, get a hot and ready, <laughs> some crazy bread. Come hot and ready is come so back good. To, come back to her house. And do Coke off the pizza. I remember though, she had probably already done Coke because I remember watching her like inside uh, little Caesars and she was like twitchy and like oh, and I remember thinking shit. like I remember thinking like and, and this sh- I should have known like I mean I should have known better but you were dick blind yeah and she was like she was just like she's just not right like no. she's a little bit off like there's off. something yeah yeah maybe she's nervous or right. maybe she's done seven lines of coke <laughs> so we go back to her house and she goes I want to do some coke and I'm, oh, like, and I'm like okay shit. she's like and she's like do you want to do some and I'm like I'm like no I'm good whatever so she does it and then she's like, "Do you mind if I do some more?" Oh my god! And I'm like, and I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, do don't it. have to ask my permission, right, chick. Like, like, do whatever you're gonna do then, in your house. And finally, she goes like, she's like, "Are you sure you don't want any?" And I'm like, "Fuck it, let's do this." No! Like, <laughs> oh, Nate succumbs. Oh god! <laughs> I hit my face on the mic. I'm so upset. Nate succumbs to peer pressure. I'm like, all right, let's do let's it. Line this up. I forget. Give me a straw. Come on. So, Holy shit! So we do, and I'm and like I do like a like very very small amount. Okay. Like, like and I I I feel it, but there's a couple drinks and, and weed and all sure. that. Sure. Right? So we you can't we, really tell what's doing what. We go to bed, mm. and we start making out. You know, we get in bed, and um, we uh, um, you know, clothes are coming off. Yeah. You know, like we get in bed and um, getting limp, ready. Limp. No limp. coke dick. Yep. <gasps> limp. Oh God! And um, that's not what she said. <laughs> oh so, no! So I was like out of it, you know, and and you know, and she's doing the like, oh, it's not a big deal. Uh. Uh. Well, you know, five minutes later, you know, a little coaching, okay. um, I'm back at it. Hey, yo. Like, you know, <laughs> and not, we're good to go. Not great. Oh no! Like like we're like we're not in sync. Like it's just did our you bodies. Bump, did are you not, bump teeth? Probably. That's yeah. the it was just worst. like our bodies Fucking aren't lining. Our bodies just are not lining up. Okay. Oh God. Um, Again, that should know. have been like the fourth sign. I mean, I mean, I'm a good person. She's a horrible person. Right. It, um, it's just not like it's. This is your souls were not aligned, and, right. and something was trying to come between you, and it was probably the coke. Yeah. To be honest, it's a coke demon. I don't. I don't remember if I wore a condom. Oh dear God, Nathan. So there could be a little Nate out there. I don't know about. <laughs> I um, can't. I cannot with you. How long did this horrifying relationship last? That was it. Because this is what happened. She ghosted you. She ghosted me. I remember. Uh, so she I, was I a leave. Fucking okay, bitch. we wake up in the morning. We go grab breakfast. Guess where we go grab breakfast at? Taco Bell. Del Taco. Dear God. Well, Del Taco's breakfast pretty good. Listen, this is your third at the moment. I thought I was going to marry strike. her. Strike. <laughs> I'm like, she's the one. I do remember, Bell. dude. Little Caesar's, when he called me, to, he called me to tell me about this chick. He was like, 
dude, she wanted Taco Bell on the first date. Do you know how rare that is? I'm like, do you know how fucking gross that is? Like, nobody wants Taco Bell on the first date and Little Caesars on the second. Something's not right. I mean, I'm thinking we're going to get married. The reception's going to be at Applebee's or something. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's... Dollar margaritas. So Neighborhood I leave, bar and grill. I leave that day. Like, we... we not like I took off in the morning. Too. We went, grabbed Del Taco drive through went back to her house, hung out for it's like important. two hours. Yeah. And then Over I left. Over your breakfast burrito. And then you left. And then I left. Like, we're texting here and there. Next day, like, text her, like, fine. And then I text her, like, a couple days after that, nothing. Yeah. No, like, radio silence. Like, just nothing. Like, And I'm like, hey, like, you know. And then, um, and then, like, couple days later i'm like hey and she just makes like small talk and then nothing, nothing. and then um, dude ghosting hurts it doesn't matter how it's the worst. old you are and it doesn't matter if you're male or female ghosting is fucking cruel and unusual punishment and should not be inflicted on i don't know i don't know i got one more above that tell I me i have a bad online story do you have a ghosting story <laughs> it's worse than ghosting i would have appreciated ghosting well mm. depends i'll tell you Bumble. Uh, her name was Jordan. I'll call this bitch out. No, I remember uh, her. She was great. She was beautiful. She had a great family. I thought everything was great. Um, we dated for about a month or two, I think. And she texted me three in the morning. Long text. Break breakup text. So okay, would you rather her have texted you or never talked to you again? I'd rather she had called me at a decent okay. hour. But what if that wasn't an option? What if your only two options are text or nothing? I vote text. I vote text. Yeah, but still, okay. I, I call no, her but a coward. I hear you. I, I, she is a coward. Yeah. Because if you're dating somebody for two months for and you've too. met their family, it wasn't and a year, met, but yeah. yeah, I'd gone to the winer with her family and stuff. Mm, it was like she knew us too. Yeah, but, but then side note to that, like three to six months later, she meets a new guy, gets pregnant immediately. <laughs> so she's yeah, suck it. So, <laughs> so this chick, I don't even remember her name, Nicole. Uh, Heather. Heather. <laughs> Same. Okay. Sorry. I'm not. I have a really bad that. Heather, too. You do, actually. Uh, so, okay. You. I remember that girl. And then you had kind of an on and off again thing with somebody, right? I met somebody. There was a website or app called Mindful Singles. Whoa. Was it like a yoga app? It exactly was. It was a site for people who are mindful and single that want to meet. Do you huh. do yoga? No. Why the fuck did you get on there then? Because it sounded like it was like these people were like legit. Like it was it wasn't Bumble and it wasn't Tinder. Okay. <laughs> Nate's like, what the fuck does mindful mean? Four agreements. What is that shit? Okay. Continue. So oh so yeah. So she goes to me and then finally after like two like a month or so of like me like texting her like every other day. Yeah, I know it's shouldn't I should have just walked away when I had a chance. But you should have, yeah. But I was caught up on her and um, yeah, you had Taco Bell day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I crazy. You work. wanted to marry the chick you know? that wanted Taco Bell for every meal. Ding. Yeah, you ran for the border. Oh, <laughs> come on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm okay, we're done. All right, <laughs> we're done. This this podcast is over. Okay, so after her, did you date anybody significant? I did have a little fling with somebody. That I met through that that website. Okay. That. Um, How long was that? Uh, like three, four weeks. No. When did you meet Megan? Well, funny thing is, is I, I knew Megan when this was all going on. I know. We were kind of on and off a little bit. We mm -hmm. had we had we had kind of hooked up a little bit here and there, 
and she had been going through a, um, a breakup, um, and so she wasn't in the right place. The timing was wasn't right. Right. Yeah. right. So we. Um, I don't want to talk about her because we're gonna okay. You don't have to talk about her at all. But you met somebody a while ago and had on again, off again feelings for them. The timing was never right. It never felt like it should have felt, and then all of a sudden it did. And Mm -hmm. does it feel different than the other relationships you have had? Oh, definitely. Right now, yeah. Okay. Very good. I'm glad. I'm excited. So, I wanted to end by saying that. People who think, I really fucking can't stand the late bloomer concept because the last two people I've had on my show haven't lost their personal idea of virginity since they were in their 20s. A lot of people don't lose their virginity until they're in college. High school is definitely, in my opinion, not the time to lose your virginity, although 46% of people between the ages of 15 and 17 have lost their virginity in high school. I am one of those people, so I get it. I understand the hormones are flowing, but I feel like mental health-wise, it's better to wait. Um, Do you feel like you would have changed your first time? Wait, say it again. Would you have changed your first time? Do you think you would have done it earlier if you could have or waited until you waited till later? What do you think? I don't think it really matters now. To I mean, you, though. I mean, I mean, at the, I would, I think things happen the way they happen for a reason. And okay. I think, I mean, sure, I can be like, yeah, I wish I would have. Um, I think I would have, like, I, no, because I think I would have had more partners. Okay. And I'm actually grateful that I haven't had that many partners. Now. Okay. Okay. I, I think I think I would have, I would have been more eager to because get now out you there. know how easy it is to have sex, right? Because <laughs> I mean, um, you know, I had way I've had way more sex in my 30s than I did in my 20s by far. You think so? Oh wait, oh yeah, oh I I know like. It's actually the opposite of what stats normally show. People's sexual peak usually comes between the ages of like 23 and 27. You think yours was in your 30s? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And yeah. definitely, I think, m- more enjoyable in my 30s, too. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. That's not even a question. Just because I had more sex in my 20s doesn't mean it was good. Right. Jesus. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. All right, so you ready for the statistic? The one that I gave you earlier that you uh, were trying to guess? So what percentage of individuals between the ages of 18 and 23 have had a sexual, uh, their first time... Or, oh, excuse me, the ages between 18 and 23 that have never had a sexual experience. The number, what'd you say yours was? 50-something? 55, I think. It's what'd you say? 35. It's 30. Oh. So in 2006. On my second guess. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, still over. Technically. Uh, you are still over. Closest without going over. Neither yeah. of you win the giant washer and dryer. Uh, yeah, so 30% of individuals between the ages of 18 and 24 have not had a sexual experience. So this show is all about understanding that even though you may see images of sexuality and sex and boobs and badge and peen and all these people having sex and all those movies where the teenagers are losing their virginity on prom night that's not the norm that's actually not the norm at all and it is very very common for people to wait until they're physically and mentally ready to have sex 
Um, especially waiting until you feel like your body is ready to have sex. If you're 12, you don't know where a penis goes and you're shoving it in. So that's not enjoyable for you. Why is that a good idea? Like it's not. If you are 17 and in a relationship with a person and you've both been in that relationship and you understand sex and you understand each other and you're on birth control and you're safe and you want to explore that, that's, that's up to you. But you have to make sure that you are ready to be in that space. And late bloomers isn't a thing. I'm going to go ahead and just erase that from the lexicon because I don't like it. <laughs> sure. I don't like it. I feel like it's negative. I feel like you weren't a late bloomer. I feel like you were just Nate. Yeah. I don't know if I was a late. I, I don't know if late bloomer is the correct word. That's the word you put on the freaking Right. Well, it's just because that's the most recognized I know. And it's terrible. It. I don't like it. I think you just came when you came. Boom. <laughs> Cracking herself Came up. Came into your own. I mean, you, you could just say, like, <laughs> like not a whore. Like, not a whore, right? <laughs> you weren't a whore. And you know what? No one's a whore. Unless, I was going to say, also, too, if you are a whore, no big deal. No like, big deal, really, as long as you're safe and you're not hurting anybody. I mean, honestly. What what would you, what word would you use? Not late bloomer. What would you, what would you say? Smart. <laughs> yeah. I actually would agree with you. My heart got broken into, like, a billion pieces. Did the girl you lost your virginity to break your heart? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was bad. Fuck, was it? Oh yeah. How about you? It was Heather. Oh no. No, I, she didn't break my heart at the time, but yeah, I mean later. I later, guess. yeah. Yeah. Mine did too. I, I, I mean, have you guys ever heard of a good losing your virginity story? Not a good losing your virginity story, but I know someone who married the only person they've ever had sex with, and they're going to come on this podcast. Well, there you go. I think it, I think that's uh, subjective though. Of like, was there any good story? Because like, what is a good story? Right. Like, How is your story? I mean, well, my story's not terrible compared to like a good sex encounter that you've had later. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, tell yeah. me, like, when when people talk about like good sex and they're like, oh, God, and they're like, right. it was like forty five minutes, and I'm like, yeah, that's like twenty five minutes too long. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It was tantric, and we just looked at each other's eyes. I'm like, mm, I'm like, that sounds wow. Horrible. We were soaking for forty five minutes. <laughs> so- we soaked for forty five minutes. Excuse me. I couldn't walk the next day. <laughs> no, thank you. No, there was eighty seven hours of foreplay. Can we not? Yeah. Like, can we just get to the fucking point? Like, okay, it uh, is. It is all subjective. It is so, okay. Um. Nate? Yes? On What's Your Position podcast, we like to play a little game. And it is, can you answer 69 questions in 69 seconds? Or what is the highest number of questions you can answer in 69 seconds? And I think the current record is 26. What? I gotta do everything today now, huh? No, no, I'll... I'm going to ask the questions. Oh, yeah, you have to time and keep track. 69 seconds? Yeah, it's crazy. Actually, no, I'll keep track. Look, I have a piece of paper and a pen. Okay, I'll do the timer, though. (laughs) What are the questions? You don't get to know ahead of time. Are they like baseball questions? They're not anything to do with baseball. Here's the thing. I'll give you a little preamble to it. You can skip. If there's a question that you... I feel like you're giving preference to a boy. What? Because no, you never tell anybody you're right, these, I don't these rules. Never tell anyone. <laughs> There's a question that you're like stumped on because the goal is to answer as many questions as you can. Okay. And they're all weird, and some are like yes or no, but some are like full sentences. Yeah. So if there's one that you step like you're stumped on, just say pass. And we'll, okay. Does that make sense? Twenty. I'm gonna get like thirteen of them. Right? Don't say that. You're projecting, Nate. You're projecting. You Man, got. I'm this. managing my you're expectations. <laughs> You got this. Like that callback. Nate, <laughs> are you ready to 69? Sure. 
Ready? I'll do it right when you end your, your thing. Okay. Books or movies? Movies. What's your greatest sexual fantasy? Elevator. What is your favorite Disney character? Mickey Mouse. What do you wear going to bed? Nothing. Are you wearing underwear? Yes. I gave you a million dollars. What do you do first? Buy a house. How old were you when you lost your virginity? 23. Do you think we are alone in this universe? No. Sun or snow? Snow. Android or iPhone? iPhone. Fuck you, Joe. Have you ever had a one-night stand? No. Have you ever cheated? No. Have you? Would you rather ride a bike everywhere for a year or give up social media for a year? Give social media. Have you ever faked an orgasm? No. Oh. Biggest celebrity crush? Anna Kendrick. Have you ever sent nudes? Yes. Call or text? Text. All right. Thing you're most proud of? My job. Biggest insecurity? Uh, belly. Can you drive a stick shift? Yes. Favorite animal? Panda bear. Favorite plant? Tree. Do you have a name for your genitals? No. What's the favorite part of your body? Calves. Best pod- podcast you recently listened to? Uh, uh, Rogan. Best book you recently read? Uh, All Bets Off. Favorite sound in the world? Oh, crap. Uh, uh, birds chirping. Wine or beer? Beer. What's the All first? Right, that's that's Go! 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30! I told you you're going to get 30. Holy shit! We have a new world record. There it is. That's a new record. I feel like every time someone comes on, they get more than the last person, and that might actually be my fault. I was going to say, probably because you're getting better at it. I am getting better at it. Yeah. Fuck. Sorry, Maddie. It's all right. We'll have her back on. She got like 12. Everyone. (laughs) (laughs) She was literally the first one, too. She really was. You were asking like... I, re- I know. I mixed it the up. The answer would have to be like this long Well, there was a couple of those. Favorite sound in the world. Yeah. That one. I... Shut up. It's from the actor's studio, and it's a great show, and it's a great question. I'd say it sounds very emo and lame, but I'd say rain. Rain hidden. Ooh. I like that. White noise. Ooh. That's how I sleep. Shh. That? <laughs> oh, she's out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nate, anything you want to plug? Anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to promote? Uh, nope. Great. <laughs> Go I got, Angels. I got, I got oh, nothing. I, one thing. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I don't think you guys, Did you have something to say? I don't think you guys guessed what the movie I quoted in the beginning was. Oh, we didn't. Um, it was I Draw Dicks. It is It's something. Uh, super bad. Super bad. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Michael Sarah. No, it's Seth Rogen. Or uh, Jonah, Jonah Hill. Oh, damn. He's the one that draws all the dicks. Oh, that's right. I had to keep foods shaped like dicks away from it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the best foods are? Or ones that are shaped like dicks? The best kind. Sorry. <laughs> what food is shaped like a dick? Yeah. No, what, oh. what food is Pogies, shaped like a dick? Popsicles. Not, they don't bananas. have balls. I'm sorry, but when I think of dick, I think of balls. A Burger, a burger King chicken sandwich? But, Accurate. Oh no, hold on. When you say penis and dick, you automatically think balls? That yeah. Can, that's separate. No. So when... So in that premise, if I say vagina, I automatically think ovaries. No, no, that's that's kind of the structure is what I'm thinking of. If you say vagina, I think lips and clitoris and hole. If you say dick, I think shaft and balls. No, I I see the structure. I see the whole structure. They're two different things. Are they? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I feel like I'm ganged up on. This is unfair. Well, you don't have a dick. We're it's trying to true. represent the men. I understand. <laughs> because girls will go for the dick, and you, have to, and you have to tell them, you got you to gotta give a little love to the balls. So maybe I am a girl of my own. I actually think of the entire structure as something worth paying attention More of to. A, if you're going to put them together, it's a package. Oh, is that why they call it the package? Yeah, that's everything. That's still the dick. 
I mean, I know it's not. I get it. That's like, your own I thing. get it. I get it. But <laughs> yeah, whatever. Nothing you want to promote? Penises? Big Bear? No. No? Okay. Don't go to Big Bear. Okay. That's not nice. <laughs> I love you. Everyone, we're in a pandemic. Stay home. Don't go to Big Bear. Thank you. Actually, that's a really good point. Wear your mask and don't go out if you don't have to. Nate, I love you. Tell me you love me. I love you too. Thank you. Edit that out, please. No, he will not. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to What's Your Position podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Please make sure you follow us, like us wherever you can. What's Your Position podcast on Instagram. And if you have any questions, comments, ideas, corrections, what's your position podcast at gmail.com is where you can reach me. As always, I am Ashley. Thank you very much for being on the show today and sharing your experience with us, Nate. Thank you, producer Robert. Please make sure you tell a friend about us. If you have a suggestion or you'd like to be on What's Your Position, hit me up on Instagram. I'm always willing to talk. Thank you so much, guys. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy. What's Your Position podcast and its social media websites represent the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast and website are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors. Stay safe and stay sexy. I want a perfect soul.